Well, hello again, hot cocoa lovers. Corinne and Corinne here, and this is the MoFo Hot Cocoa Show. I am feeling good today. New year, new us, right, Co? New year, new me, who dis? That's actually one of the topics I want to talk about today, but we have to discuss the breaking news of the day, of the week, of the year. Lisa Rinna is leaving the Housewives of Beverly Hills after eight seasons. I'm personally excited about it. I think the Housewives need some new blood. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. I mean, she has mixed reviews all across the board. I would say I've always liked her, but then I got weird vibes from her with that whole Kim Richards, Mm. Kyle Richards fiasco. Could you imagine ever doing that at a restaurant, taking a wine glass and breaking it on the table and standing up and screaming at someone? No, I mean, I've literally sat there and thought about doing something like that, but I (laughs) I would never pull the trigger on that, ever. I mean, never say never, but I don't think I ever would. I don't know. It's weird. I watched that show and the husband coming in and out of the room as I'm watching Bravo, Mm -hmm. he'll just look at the screen and be like, that bitch is so annoying. I like how the husbands will never admit to actually watching the show. Rob does the same thing. But does he stop and stand there for a few seconds and stare at the screen? Yes. Yeah. And he still knows all the details. Borderline into it. Yep. Fine line. I Listen, it's a hard thing to admit that you can kind of get into it. I agree with you. It's my shame. Yes. I don't like admitting it here, even on the pod. But you know what? We're keeping it real here. And I like the real housewives. <laughs> I do too. But if I have to keep it really real, I haven't been loving the housewives that much. But the one that I am really into right now is the housewives of Miami. I don't know if it's biased because I live here. I wasn't into it at first. Feeling it times 20 right now. It's pretty fire. I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Shout out to fucking Marisol. I love that bitch. I love her. She keeps it real. And it's funny. My friend actually hung out with her a few weeks ago. Oh, And she invited me out that night. She's like, you coming with me? And I couldn't make it that night. Probably had some fucking kid's birthday party or some bullshit. (laughs) I don't know. But anyways, I couldn't go. And she started texting me pictures. And was she drinking her cockies? I'm sure she was. I want to grow up to be like Marisol. She's on point. And her mom was the shit. She really kept it real. I loved her. Loved her. That's how I feel I'll be when I get older. She had like the weird rocks everywhere. And she's like, oh, your energy is fucked. Get it together. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm a witch. She definitely had witchy vibes for sure. I love that. It's a great segue because Rob actually gave me a new set of tarot cards. So I've been consulting the tarot deck. And the other day I focused on the concept of new year, new me, question mark. Because for me, every year, I try to be better about certain things. The big one being using alcohol to mask my deeper pain, which I know a lot of us do. So I pulled the card Eight of Cups. And this card represents letting go, transition, and changing direction. This is not a comfortable card. It implies that you know change is necessary, but are not quite sure how to go about achieving it. And I just thought that was crazy because I do know I need to change. And I actually know what I should be doing. But there are some things where maybe I'm not accepting it, like going to therapy because it kind of (laughs) sucks. I hate talking about my shit. So I wanted to pull a card for you, but I wanted to base it off of the concept that tonight is 
the first full moon of the year. And it's called the wolf moon. The moon is in cancer, which is your sign. And it's talking about revealing our deepest secrets. You don't have to tell us what your deepest secret is, but you just kind of focus on it in your mind. And I'll pull a card for you. I'm really trying to become a little bit more of a minimalist. Hmm. I live in a town where everybody shops, everybody spends a ton mm-hmm. of money and I just can't keep up with it anymore. Nor do I want to. I'd rather spend my money on other things. So I'm really trying right now to control the budget. This reminds me, I listened to this other podcast, Oops, the podcast. I really like it. It's like two guys. And he was telling a story the other day about some douchebag when he was at a club that was like spraying the champagne everywhere. Ugh. The guy was like, the bill came and everybody was fucking shitting in their pants. They're like, ah, who's going to pay for this? I don't think we would do that. I don't know. Well, first of all, I don't want it getting in my hair. Hell no. First of all, and last of all, we don't want to wet our hair. That's why I cannot believe that scene in White Lotus where Daphne is like, oh, I'm just going to go for one last swim and her hair is perfectly done. It would have taken an hour for her to do her hair for sure. And she's like, oh, I'm just going to go for a swim and get my hair wet. It's like, No, you're yeah. not, bitch. Yeah. Lies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I spend hours on my hair and I actually went away with a, a girlfriend of mine and her family and it was on the beach. And I always talk about my hair. It's like a thing. All my friends know it about me, but they don't really know it about me. <laughs> and so she's one of them who makes fun of me for always talking about my hair and we're on the beach and my hair just starts fucking going crazy. And Mm -hmm. she starts looking at me. She's like, wow, I've never seen your hair like that. And I'm like, oh girl, this is not even the worst of it. She's like, well, I will never say anything to you about your hair again. I understand why you like to go to the hair salon, get your hair done once a week. (laughs) I could literally be dirt ass broke and I still want to get my hair done. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to throw this bitch a bone right now. I'm going to take a shower, not touch my hair. And I'm going to send her a picture of my hair in the morning. So I slept on it. I woke up, dude, it was a fucking nightmare. It looked so bad. My husband was like, oh, you look so good. I'm like, yeah, right. You fucking liar. So I send her the picture. She's like, damn, I didn't think it could get worse. And I was like, oh no, bitch, it could get worse. So mm-hmm. now I'm like going to try to create a meme with my hair for all my friends who are like, just get your hair wet, girl. Just go in the pool and just like, let it go. Well, I did let it go. And yeah. the response I got was exactly the response that I have. Go to the fucking hair salon. You do what you got to do to feel good about yourself. And yeah. If that's getting your hair done, I would say that's that's pretty tame comparatively to what some people go through to quote unquote feel good about themselves. So yeah, listen, we all have our thing. We all want to essentially, I think we all want to kind of feel good. And that's one thing that helps me feel good. I can skip a lot of other things. Like I said, new year, new me. I think it's funny. Obviously, New Year's resolutions are a huge thing. And everyone's talking about how they're going to change and become this new person. And while I do think a lot of that is laughable, there is this renewed sense when the new year happens to really start focusing on some healing or changing a certain aspect of yourself that maybe 
isn't so healthy or it's not serving you in a certain way. And it's something that probably has been there for years and years and years. And every year it's the same resolution. Yep. It lasts for maybe a month, maybe three months, maybe three days. Yeah. You go back into your same patterns. So it says a full moon occurs when the sun and moon oppose each other in the sky and the glow of the sun bounces off the moon onto the earth. They typically represent emotional release, reflection and pause, as well as a time to heal. Secrets are revealed. Our intuition is heightened and clarity comes into play when the moon's illumination exposes all things hidden. Hmm. It warns you to be very careful about what matters you discuss openly and says that you may expose more than you meant to or say something regrettable out of haste. So it's a time to be very mindful of what we're talking about and also very important to listen to what other people are saying very fully before responding. Oh my God, that's my biggest effing problem. I literally am that meme that walks away from a girl's night. Ah, I overshared for four hours. Mm -hmm. Because people do that whole sit there and be quiet thing and then makes me super uncomfortable. So then I just go freaking hard on the whole, let me just tell you a little bit about me tip. Mm -hmm. But I'd been getting better about it. I've been actually consciously, especially since we started the pod, I've been really saving all of that energy for here because I do want to protect my vibe on the outside world. And I do think oversharing is a problem of mine. And it comes out of like almost like an anxious or like, you know, you have like a nervous twitch. Mine happens to be that, especially when people are uncomfortable, like, or especially when I see that somebody's maybe not saying a word, it gives me the opportunity to kind of jump in there and say, say something, anything just to get the vibe going, which is why we're able to do this probably, but it also can be a detriment to my self because I end up telling everybody about me and I won't know shit about them. It's not, <laughs> I just don't like that anymore. I'm really working on it. I get that way too, where you're trying to fill uncomfortable silence with a lot of talking, Yeah, but there's not a lot of depth to the conversation. So you're just blah, 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 blah. But you're not really actually connecting with anybody. On right. And level. actually sometimes I feel like what I'm saying isn't even true. I'm just kind of blabbering. And I, sometimes I'm just blabbering just to fill in the space. But I'm really, that's one of the things that I've been working on this year because I'm trying to become that great listener. And as you become that person, you get more out of people that way. And I like it because I studied theater my whole life. I actually really enjoy looking at people's characteristics, hearing their voice, I also like to imitate, so I could probably imitate almost all of my friends. Wait, do you have an impersonation of me? Hmm. Oh, I need to hear it. OMG. I don't know. Let me think for a second. I actually don't think I have ever impersonated you now that I think about it. I'm unimpersonable. I mean, maybe because you also have actress vibes. Hmm. I do have an IMDb page. I don't know what that is, but it sounds super professional and legit. So it's very legit. Yeah. I don't think I have an impersonation of you. All right. That makes me feel both better and hurt all at the same time. Listening back to one of our episodes, when you've used your theatrical voice, mm. I can impersonate that, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you have a go-to celebrity impersonation? Ooh, a 
celebrity impersonation. Putting me on the spot today, girl. I <laughs> am trying to think for a second and I'm sure I do. I, oh, my mom growing up, I don't know if you ever seen this. This was an old ass show. I think it was called All in the Family, Edith Bunker. Mm -hmm. I used to impersonate her as a child. Haven't done it in many years, but she used to like walk around and be like, oh, Archie. <laughs> so my mom would make me walk around the house impersonating Edith Bunker all the time. <laughs> it was like the funniest thing. You should dress up as her for Halloween one year. I'll be Archie. You be Edith. I mean, that is one sexy ass costume. I want to circle back to a topic we were just talking about. You mentioned saying things that aren't necessarily true sometimes. Yeah. And I get that because I can be people pleaser. Right. Oh, yeah. Me too. Same. You're like, why did I even say You're that? You're like, same. I don't fucking. What? <laughs> You want to yeah. relate to people and right. make them not feel as alone. Right. And I feel like I do that a lot. People pleasing. And the last part of this Refinery29 article kind of touches on that. It says, remember, we don't want to be carrying dead weight into the new year. The answer is to align with those you trust and share your feelings with them, knowing that you won't be judged, only loved. And for me, going into this new year, I've been thinking a lot about what's the meaning of life? What are we even doing here? Does it even matter? I started getting really nihilistic and kind of depressed. And I realized it's a very simple answer. Love is so important. There's a lot of shitty things in life that we have to overcome. But at the crux of it all, we all just want to be loved and loved. So let's do more of that in the new year. Uh, yes, I totally agree with that. It does get hard because just being married, sometimes hubby and I will get into a fight and we have so much passion. We love hard. We also fight hard. So I try to get myself out of that hole. Why are we fighting right now? Like, let's just like kumbaya. But it doesn't always work out like that. Sometimes it's just, you don't mean for it to be that way. And you just go down that road. I always blame it on the moon. But it's funny, my friend was like, why do I always feel like Mercury's in retrograde though? Because like, <laughs> you have this one friend who's always blaming it on Mercury. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but she literally says that every single time something goes wrong. And she's like, are we always in a retrograde? I don't know the cycles of the moon, but mm -hmm. I do feel it a little bit. I will say there is something about the moon and the moods and the whole vibe of when that's going down. But you had said you were going to pick a card for me. Yeah, I'm shuffling on... them right now. I'm nervous. So again, going back, this first full moon in the new year is supposed to represent the wolf moon and our deepest, darkest secrets being revealed. Now, I don't want you to say if you're not comfortable, because obviously it's a deep, dark secret mm -hmm. and we all have those and I'm not fucking telling anyone that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so crazy. This article is talking about sharing things with people that you trust and love. And we're recording a podcast for lots of people to hear and possibly judge us. So I just want to reiterate, we don't know everything. Basically, we know shit about fuck. So that's that. We're just trying to navigate and be better people every day. And that's kind of the vibe I'm going for. Agreed. Moving forward. All right. So I want you to focus on your deepest, darkest secret. 
Okay. And I've been shuffling for a little bit. I can be very woo-woo in that person that's talking about the energy. And I can also go completely the opposite way of being like, nothing fucking matters. Uh, so, you know, I'm trying to find a happy medium. Well, which is why I love you so much because <laughs> I love to be on my toes and I get very bored very easily. So it works great for my personality. Okay, so I have shuffled the cards. I have focused on Corinne's deepest, darkest secret mm -hmm. or secrets. Mm. All right. I have pulled the four of pentacles. By the way, these are all cat themed tarot cards. <laughs> I know you'll love that. You know, what's so funny. I was thinking about this earlier is that we have so much in common and we relate to each other in so many ways, but we have so many things that are not in common opposites of each <laughs> totally, other. Totally. Like I love cats. I have cats all over this room and Corinne's not the biggest fan of cats. So I always find that very interesting. Yes. All right. Four of pentacles. So pentacles are the golden coins featuring the five-pointed star of Hermes, the god of money. Associated with the element of earth, these cards deal with the ways we interact with the physical world, our sensual appetites, the need to nurture, provide, and build, and our desire for material riches. Hmm. That's interesting because I was just telling you about how I want to be a minimalist this year because I am not good at money spending. It is a problem. I live in this constant state of YOLO slash non-YOLO. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, no, it's I totally like, get that. It's so easy to get caught up. Yeah. Living here in Asheville, I don't really give a fuck about labels or anything like that. But when I go anywhere else, I get caught up so easily. It does not take much for me to be like, well, I do like Gucci, but do I actually need it? No. Specifically, the Four of Pentacles. This card represents material success, stability, and satisfaction. Past efforts have led to a degree of financial security and status, which gives you a sense of pride and happiness and a strong foundation to build on. However, you should guard against the tendency to cling too tightly to what you have since possessiveness will impede progress. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting <laughs> is right. Interesting. It's funny because we've been having so many money discussions lately mm -hmm. just because, I mean, we have a family and well, it's fucking it's stressful. It sucks that so humans have done this to themselves that we have created a society where money is the center of all of it. And unless you have it, tons of it, you're not going to be sustainable. I'm actually really happy you pulled that card because there's people in my surroundings and I feel that money is the center of their universe and mm -hmm. without them even realizing it. Yep. And it goes even further to who they hang out with and what level that they want to put themselves at. And it seems like money is at the top of that priority list. And it's almost like if you can't roll like that, then you're kind of in another category. You're, it doesn't matter if you're the fucking most amazing person ever. They, that's not on their forefront. It kind of actually taps into my own head. And I actually start thinking to myself, do I even want these kinds of people in my life? Mm -hmm. Fuck you. You don't want to invite me because I'm not on your financial level. Fuck off. It Hell seems yeah. it's it's like that. Like it it seems like that. It could be my own issue. I don't think it is because I've analyzed the fuck out of it and I've cursed mm -hmm. a lot in this episode just because I'm feeling so passionate about this. Topic. Let it but out. Let it out, girl. Ah, I yeah. know. I mean, I started the episode saying mofo hot cocoa show. Like that's right. the energy today. No, I'm like, in that energy right now. Like yeah. I actually somebody that I know is having a party. Mm -hmm. 
and they didn't invite me to the party, okay? And Ugh. the old me would have been like so upset about it. It and still hurts no matter what. I, it only hurts because I love to party and we actually have been <laughs> cracking up husband and I all week because I keep telling about my dreams every day and they always, not always, but 97% of the time they are, I'm at a party. It's literally my dreams are at a fucking party. I have a He's lot of like, those too. It's the funniest thing. And you're and, in a lot of them, by the way. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Dream world's a whole nother topic, but yeah, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get, get into, into that. that. But, so I think I'm more ego struck because I'm like, are you kidding me? You couldn't invite anybody else. That would be a better partier than me. I can hold my own. I will you get dance. the dance party started. I will fucking bring that lit energy. I will not yep. be the girl that's like, I want to go home. This sucks. You're not going to be I'm crying not... in a corner no, talking about your bullshit. No therapy sessions. Yeah. I don't even want to talk to you because I want to hear whatever fucking song is playing. I want to maybe yeah. grab some drinks at the bar and then head back to the dance floor maybe give you a kiss hello and move the fuck on so yeah maybe for a second it, it stung especially since i invited them to my birthday uh rude, rude. but they're not invited uh, next year bitch. oh no, fuck no they're not <laughs> but the funny not thing trying is to be petty over here but i am petty. not trying to be petty but we are petty. i am petty yeah yeah same um, yeah, I've always already thinking about planning a party and not inviting them because I <laughs> the revenge party. Uh, yeah, it's not even a revenge party <laughs> per se. It's just kind of like anybody that does include me in things. That's where I want to be. And I, I really want to stick to that. And I think we should all live like that because because instead of everybody focusing on the thousands of parties they get invited to, let's just say your mind goes to the one time you weren't. I just finished telling you I was invited to a housewives thing a few weeks ago. So I really like struggle with it too. I have since elementary school, I've always had this fear of not being included. And I still- right. That's where it stems from. Everything that starts bothering me now, I realize was a stem from childhood. It's mm -hmm. just a response to childhood. One of my best friends, she counts her lucky stars when she's not invited to anything. She's like, oh, thank <laughs> God. They didn't fucking invite me. I don't have to get dressed. I don't have to get a uh -huh. gift. I don't have to look cute. I don't have to socialize. And me, I like all those things. Mm -hmm. So I guess it hits different, but essentially, who cares? If that person doesn't want you there, you're not meant to be there. Move on. Don't waste your energy on people that, right. that aren't worth it. Right. When there's people that actually do want to hang out with you. Totally. And love you. And totally. want you to be a part of their event because they know you're a good fucking time and you're a you good enhance friend. the event. I uh -huh. was a party motivator for a decade. You tapped into it with me a little bit. We worked together at a party. What did you call it? Party motivator called Rhythm City. It was fun. I had a great oh, yeah. time. I used to make really good money. I'd get on the mic. I would lead crowds of people dancing and just get that energy lit. So I think that that's probably why I take it a little more personally than the next person. But at the end of the day, who the fuck cares? So yeah. they don't want you there. Okay. We have a limited amount of time on this earth. Totally. And to spend it worrying so much about other people's opinions about you is just a shame. Focus on the people that want to spend time with you and you actually enjoy spending time with. Right. Life's too short. And I say this as somebody that also gets very upset when I'm not invited to something. I'm trying to work on that myself. It is not easy. How do you feel about last minute invites? 
<laughs> Recently, I, I had somebody do this to me and I, it I depends. Know. It's circumstantial, but that one, I was like, fuck you. I don't do pity invites. I feel like I would be Tom Petty about it. No, I'm busy. My schedule really fills up early in the <laughs> week. So very busy. But guess what? At, in the same token, I've also been the person to not include. In your circle, there's like 50 women. It doesn't end. There's so many people. You can't invite everyone to everything. And right. that's fine. Right. That's totally fine. It's just now moving forward. Check. We put those columns in our brain and we yep. like put those little categories. I've shifted a lot of columns in the last few years. But don't you feel like it's this constant state of shift? Because yeah. it's it depends on what you're going through. Maybe one thing that you're going through might resonate with one person, but then you go through something else and like, oh no, I can't fucking yep. handle that. Nope. Well, I've noticed a lot too. If someone does something for someone, you see the post start. Oh, my best friend. This is my best friend now. When, when did this happen? They did one nice thing to you and all of a sudden it's your best friend. You're only as good as your last <laughs> good thing that you've done don't you know that happens with my it's kids so too weird i've been burned by the best friend thing so many times especially when i was younger i hate that distinction right because for me i have a lot of friends that fill my cup in different ways and there's so many that are so fantastic and they're my chosen family i could never pick one to be like this is my best friend i had a friend that did that a lot spoiler alert we're not friends anymore but <laughs> she would always call me her best friend and I would get really uncomfortable I would just got, respond I with okay the same way cool. yeah mm -hmm. you know yeah. again people pleaser in me I could never say actually we're not best friends I have a lot of friends who I could I love and cherish and if I had to pick one it wouldn't be you Ooh. but she would call me that all the time and right. I started realizing before I was her best friend she had another best friend that she fell out with and right away she started calling me her best friend so she has some fucked up shit. She needed like the one person. Yes. To she go needs to. that yeah. distinction to right. feel worth in her life that right. she has a best friend. And then the YouTube stuff started and she loved saying oh, that. Oh, th then she was friend. really your best friend. Yes. Right. My best friend does right. this. Mm -hmm. And then guess what? She wasn't the best friend. When shit really hit the fan. They never are. I hit the cancel button. And a month later, she's on Facebook hanging out with my best friend. Already moved on to her her new best friend. So she switched up columns a lot. It takes the quality out of the word best right. yes. friend. And it makes it cheap. Yes. I don't love using that word because so Me many either. things change in our lives that shifts us. But I really, I value who I am as a person. So I guess maybe it does sting, especially if it's like a big party. Like, okay, it's a party, calm down. But I do think where I live, it gets, it is different. I've been noticing financially, politically, uh, just different mm. levels, career-wise. I do see a pattern. And that's when you have to kind of put your ego aside and be like, this person has some growing to do or they'll never grow at all. Or I have some growing to do. But just being a little more understanding and kind of just being confident and just saying to yourself, you know what? Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not inviting you to my next fucking bash, I don't even bitch. care. I don't, I don't even, even care. like you and your 
fucking bullshit. Obviously don't care. I totally yeah. don't care. It is hard. I was dropping the the subject in my mind, but I, it was something I wanted to talk about on yeah. the pod just because I know there's other people that feel that way. And even the ones that don't admit it. Being left out is not fun, no matter how you slice it. It's not fun. Yeah, right. But somebody's always going to be left out and somebody's always going to do yes. the leaving out. I've done, yeah. I've been in both positions and I'm sure you yeah. have too. Mm-hmm. We've both done it. So it's not like we're guilty. You can't really say anything. I mean, they have their no. reasons. You had yours and you were that cutoff. So I think when you're that cutoff, it's kind of like, oh, I was that cutoff. And even if you were forgotten, that doesn't feel better either. No, I forgot. I forgot. Ah, I'm not. I don't know. Have you ever done that? Somebody say you forgot? No. Or like it was an oversight, an oversight. I think that's the word they use. I think about when I lived in Brooklyn, we always had something happening, but it yeah. was just so different there because people are really busy. So you could just invite people and it didn't matter. Yeah. Like, Hey, we're going out. Just like Bring whoever up. you want. It doesn't yeah. matter. Well, that's, yeah. I have that New York vibe. Like my whole yeah. family's from New York. I always liked that whole Mikasa Sukasa. Yeah. Like, open door open, policy. Revolving yeah. door. So whenever I hit somebody that's like, oh no, it starts making me question why I like that person to begin with. Yep. In, so yes, I'm talking about it, but I'm mm-hmm. also just so you know, I'm also in my mind therapeutically understanding that that's not my vibe. So why would I even care? That's so hard. I I would love to be a Zen Buddhist about all of these topics in life and let it roll off with no pettiness. Right. And no switching of categories for people. If you're somebody that feels like my husband feels, but right. definitely doesn't feel the way, like he'll think about it for one. I, I admire this. Yeah. So Rob much. doesn't care either. I strive to live in my husband's brain with yeah. this. Me too. I'm not wired this way. I look at him and I'm like, oh, so-and-so. Don't you care? And then he's like, all right, cool. What's for dinner? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's like, like, I don't care. I didn't want to go anyway. Yeah. And that's why I love, I had a lot of guy friends growing up because I do love the male perspective. I do I love to hear it. And a lot of times it's pretty simple. We analyze it to the core and this and that. In my next life, I'm not saying I'll be a man, but I definitely (laughs) would like to have that mindset. I want to be a cat. I want to have a cat mindset in my next life. Lay around, give zero fucks. I think I just found the vibe vampire of the week. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Oh my God, that's such a good one. FOMO is the vibe vampire of the week. Hell to the yeah. Man, it hurts. Yeah, but you know what? We got to leave that FOMO in 2022. Trying to leave the FOMO. Yeah, let's leave the FOMO. I agree. FOMO Mm -hmm. is real. And to be honest with you, it really is bullshit because half Mm -hmm. the time you find out like the backstory of whatever was going down Mm -hmm. and it's not anything from what the picture described on Instagram, literally. In the same vein, everyone always thinks it's about them when really the person was thinking nothing about you. And there's all these other reasons why a certain decision was made and it has very little to do with you or your personality or anything like that you are not the chosen one (laughs) (laughs) you're so vain that song was definitely about me (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness 
Well, on that note, it's time to wrap up this episode. We definitely touched on a lot of topics. We also want to hear what you think about them. So make sure to DM us with your thoughts and future topics at Hot Cocoa Show on Instagram. Also make sure to subscribe to our podcast feed wherever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. And until next time, keep it fucking real. Keep it motherfucking real. Love you, Co. Happy New Year. Love you so much. Happy New Year. New year, new me. Who we? Woo.